Hello, and welcome to an edition of Measure This, which is a podcast for the geospatially inclined, produced by XYHT Magazine and sponsored by Trimble. My name is Neil Sandler. I am the publisher of XYHT. Today we are in Las Vegas at the Commercial View AV Show, and I am truly honored to be with David Daly, who's the owner of Vigilante Drones and Vigilante Cares. David, welcome. Thank you, Neil. I appreciate it. I know that you're a little nervous. This is your first podcast, but that's okay. We'll get through this very simply. All right. We'll take David, your word. Thank you. <laughs> David, um, first of all, I'd like to you to tell us a little bit about yourself. You've got a very interesting background, mostly being a veteran, but uh, tell us a little bit about your background before you got into the drone world. All right. I uh, grew up in Southern California in San Diego. Uh, right out of high school, I went to the uh, United States Naval Academy. I was fortunate enough to go there and graduated in 2001. Uh, and then I became a uh, officer in the Marine Corps. So I uh, did a number of years in the uh, Marine Corps where I uh, was uh, fortunate enough to serve with some of the uh, best and brightest that America has to offer. And uh, did uh, four tours in Iraq and one in Afghanistan uh, before uh, leaving the service as a uh, major. Okay. You know, I, I think I'm going to switch things up a little bit here. I know we were going to talk about Vigilante Drones, which is your profit-making endeavor. Right. We're going to get to that secondly, though. Um, maybe tell us a little bit about Vigilante Cares. Well, Vigilante Cares is our uh, nonprofit uh, that I started. And uh, after the five tours of war that I had, I developed uh, a lot of PTSD. And so uh, I had a lot of struggles, uh, depression, uh, a lot of uh, hypervigilance, isolating myself, uh, a lot of strain on my family that I caused. You know, at one point uh, we were uh, homeless and I was uh, suicidal. Uh, it was a very dark time and, uh, you know, drones were something that kind of got me out of that. And that's kind of where I went into that direction. You mentioned before this interview that, that your only uh, experience with drones was working with predators. Right. We had uh, predators while I was in uh, uh, Iraq in particular, you know, that would fly over and provide us intel or also uh, direct fire support. Uh, but uh, other than that, I really didn't ever see drones interacting in my life again after I left the war zone. Right. Now imagine that. And how many years ago was that? Uh, the last time I was in a war zone was probably 2011 uh, out of Afghanistan. Okay. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, about um, what what Vigilante uh, Cares is and, and how this, uh, why, well, first of all, how did you start it? Well, I was, I was working in corporate America and uh, still having a lot of issues with, uh, my wife and I call my PTSD our uh, darkness. You know, I, I go dark uh, is kind of our code for when I start to get depressed and in my head and isolated. And, uh, you know, I was uh, still having a lot of issues with that when I was working in corporate America. And uh, for whatever reason, I decided to buy myself uh, a little DJI Phantom 3 standard drone just for fun, I guess. Uh, and we both noticed that as I was flying the drone, I kind of got a relief from some of my PTSD symptoms. So, uh, you know, it didn't really dawn on me at the time as much as it does now when I, you know, look back at it, but, uh, kind of having that other perspective, you know, looking over the world instead of being, you know, standing there on the ground as a part of it, uh, gave me some relief from those symptoms. And so, uh, you know, at the time I thought it was just, I really enjoyed flying drones and, you know, we ended up uh, leaving corporate America. And so I started a drone service uh, company that was Vigilante uh, Drones uh, based off of just enjoying it. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, Vigilante Drones, the, the work that you actually do in your profit-making world? 
Yeah, uh, you know, I'm a uh, professional photographer, so a lot of my uh, work is centered around real estate. We do a lot of vacant land uh, photography and, uh, you know, commercial property uh, photography with the drones. And then uh, I do a lot of uh, photography as an art with the drones. So, okay. you know, we have uh, photos we sell on the website, uh, you know, a little bit of, of selling drones. But for the most part, uh, you know, it's uh, the photography side on the real estate. Uh, and then through that, I also kind of found a love for writing about the industry. Uh, and so it was uh, very fortunate enough to you know, be published in a number of different uh, UAV industry magazines and, uh, and at this point a contributor to Rotor Drone. So almost okay. uh, every month I'm in Rotor Drone Pro. Okay. So getting back, okay, so we go from vigilante drones into vigilante cares. Uh, what, what caused you to take, okay, so it was therapeutic for you. Right, you know, I, I thought at first it was just loving, you know, the technology. Uh, but then what I really started to notice is looking at things from that other perspective gave me a reprieve from the symptoms that I had, uh, you know, of being dark and depressed. And uh, I started talking. Uh, well, what is it about? Is it actual the flying of the drone? Is it the fo you need to be focused on what you're doing? What is it well, about? Well, I think it's two things. Uh, Can you describe that for us? Yeah, it's, it's the freedom that I feel when I'm able to lift above the current position I'm on in the earth and see things from a perspective that without the drone I wouldn't get. You know, so I can fly high above the trees. I can see, you know, the ocean from a different perspective than if I'm on the ground looking at it. You know, you can understand uh, a city as a whole as opposed to just looking at the house in front of you. Uh, and so it's that other view that kind of, um, at least for me, gave me pause from some of the symptoms that I had to think about, like, the bigger picture. Yeah, and, and, and I want to say something to my listeners. You know, this is not our typical podcast interview, but... Uh, having met David in the conference, and it's a pretty packed hall here with 3,000 people attending commercial UAV, you told me that you had not in your previous life, or a few years back, been able to actually go to a conference like this because of the crowds? Yeah, not at all. I had a, a lot of issues with crowds, a lot of issues with uh, noises, and you know, a lot of people that suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, they have issues with uh, feeling unsecure. You know, when you're in a war zone environment, for instance, uh, it is very wrong to be in a crowd. You know, crowds are dangerous. Crowds have lots of things you can't see going on. Even, even at something like a conference in Las Vegas, Nevada? It's hard when you get it trained into you, and especially after so many tours of war, to break, you know, like if, if you look at your time on a battlefield and you say, you know, kind of at a subconscious level, what kept you alive was that you were always alert and always focused. It's hard to say... I'm not at war anymore, and so I don't need to do that because instinctively you've kind of programmed yourself to learn, you know, that's what keeps you alive. So you're kind of going against that like preservation mechanism that you've trained into you. And so even though you're not in what most people would consider danger, for somebody who has PTSD, one of the symptoms is very hard to establish that you're in a safe place versus an unsafe place. Everything is unsafe because if you don't see the danger, your mind is telling so you. So would you get hot? Would you get sweaty, perspiring? Would you? Uh... Everybody's a little different. For me, I would get uh, very focused. I would be on edge. You know, every sound would matter. I'd be constantly looking for, you know, uh, where are the exits? What's everybody doing? Where are their hands? What motions? You know, uh, uh, is there anything that looks like it's out of place? Somebody that shouldn't be there? You know, it, it's it's a lot of energy that you expend into constantly looking for what the threat is, and so you learn very quickly when you haven't treated your PTSD, 
uh, that you just avoid situations like this. Were you treated for PTSD? I had a number of uh, uh, treatments that I went through at the uh, VA. You know, uh, they get a lot of flack, but they do what they can with the resources they have. And then I was very fortunate enough, uh, especially in our darkest time when I was uh, suicidal and, and homeless, uh, that we had uh, the Wounded Warrior Project step in and they have some phenomenal resources one of which is a program uh, through Rush University in Chicago called the Road Home Program where they give you a three-week uh, intensive outpatient uh, treatment for PTSD and give you a lot of tools to you know deal with things and then uh, again through the Wounded Warrior Project we've been fortunate enough to have a lot of continued help with uh, you know uh, phone call therapy every week uh, and there's lots of lifelines that they have that you can always you okay. know, reach out to. Okay. We hope you're enjoying XYHT's Measure This podcast, brought to you exclusively by Trimble Geospatial, the most trusted brand in surveying. Find a distributor or product information at geospatial.trimble.com. So uh, we left off with you. Uh, you were getting relief from your PTSD by flying drones. Um, what inspired you to share that with other veterans? Well, particularly when I was at uh, Rush, you know, for the Road Home program, there were some other veterans there that I had shared the relief that I had gotten from it and thought that it was just kind of, uh, you know, something that worked for me. And they expressed interest in, you know, seeing if it worked for them. So I had brought some of my drones out with me and, you know, we flew them and uh, they got the same relief. And so, uh, you know, one of them in particular actually started his own you know, drone company in, in his home uh, on the East Coast uh, out of the relief that he got, you know, was that significant for him? So that was kind of the aha moment of, you know, perhaps this is something that can be therapeutic. And I think that it's not just the kind of taking yourself away from the perspective that you're at, but also, and, and I don't know if this is uh, medically provable at this point, but there are uh, studies where sometimes PTSD, the issue is you haven't processed events with both halves of your brain. So they'll have you think about an event that was traumatic and show like maybe a light on your left side and then a light on your right side and you follow the light with your eyes and that movement of using both sides of your brain helps to process the traumatic event more. And so I kind of feel, you know, my own belief is that one of the other reasons that it works is because you're using, you know, both sides both of your sides. brain to sure. fly the drone. And so if you're thinking about things like your traumatic events, it's doing that same kind of thing as the light therapy is, you know, my thought of it. So that kind of was my, my aha moment when I saw others were benefiting from that the same way I was. And so I started Vigilante Cares, you know, which is a uh, 5013C. Uh, yeah, go ahead and know. give yourself a little plug on this. Okay, tell us a little bit about Vigilante Yeah, basically Cares. what we do is, uh, you know, we find vets that are having trouble with PTSD and that are interested in seeing if drones can help them. And, uh, you know, we raise funds to provide drones for the veterans so that they can have their own drone uh, to, you know, use for therapy. And then we also want to work with them to come up with a plan on once you have that drone, what are you going to do with it that's going to give you purpose? You know, and that may be you want to start your own, you know, aerial photography business. But what we strive for is more along the lines of uh, what's something that you can use the drone for to give back because that purpose links in a lot of ways to the military purpose of like a selfless kind of act that you're doing. So things like search and rescue or conservation efforts. Uh, and you too are, you said you're a volunteer, I think, with the Sheriff's Department and a couple other things that you're 
Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm a member of the uh, Morongo Basin Search and Rescue Team. That's down in is, San Bernardino County, I believe? Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. So uh, you, you are an official sworn-in member with the Sheriff's Department uh, on that, and you know that's one of the things that I want to try to push for my own healing You know the drones uh, into. But we try to find for any of the veterans that we work with what they're going to use, that they're going to be as passionate as I am about you know search and rescue uh, for whatever their cause is, uh, because we think that that passion mixed with helping people is you know therapeutic on its own plus you know the other benefits of you know that other perspective and you know being able to you know maybe work both halves of the brain while they process their trauma so you're in you're in a room now with three thousand people and most of these people are trying to find their way like you are and making use of commercial drones for profitable or commercial purposes Mm -hmm. um uh have you met any other veterans in this building uh, yes, I actually have. You know, uh, there's a couple that I've uh, ran into, and they seem just as excited about the technology. And you know, I was talking to uh, uh, somebody earlier today who was uh, speaking about how they believe we're just on the surface of all the possible things that we can use drones for. And I think that this, you know, particular area of using drones as a therapeutic tool is, you know, just at the beginning of, of something that I can see this being everywhere, you know, as, as far as, you know, I've read some stuff with uh, people who are paralyzed being able to use, you know, the perspective they get from flying a drone, you know, with goggles or, sure. or even just looking at the screen to see, like, they're lifting out of the chair. They're able to see a perspective that's harder because they're immobilized. And Dr- Who would have uh, thought drones as therapy? Right, right. I mean, it's it's an amazing technology. And I think there's, there's so much about it and it can, you know, expand into so many different industries that... You know, 10 years ago, nobody would have thought of, you know, you look at some of the things with drones being used to pollinate orchards or uh, some of the agricultural tools that they have, things with utility inspections, you know, and then you combine it with all these other industries like, you know, GIS. And it's just amazing, you know, that it's like every day somebody's coming up with something new. That sure. Can, you know, be used A lot of our listeners are surveyors who right. uh, use drones in surveying work. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing uh, so having walked the halls here now, what, uh, is there anything new? And I mean, you say you use it for photographic purposes. Any other applications that you find of interest for yourself? Yeah, I definitely uh, have seen, uh, you know, a number of the, the bigger, more established companies have some great products coming out. You know, I, I like uh, some of the stuff that I've seen. Uh, Drone Nerds had a nice booth with, you know, a number of, you know, Parrot, DJI, Autel there. And, and, you know, their platforms are really nice. And uh, I think that a lot of the software is really interesting, you know, particularly when it connects to GIS. You know, I have a, a background in GIS. Uh, you know, I uh, use uh, ArcGIS. Uh, oh, okay. And nice. I think that there are just a number of projects that you can take, you know, uh, a platform like a drone and link it to GIS and create something that so many people are going to be able to benefit from and experience. Um, yeah, that's uh, that. I did not realize you had a background in GIS. Yes. Is that from the military or? No, I actually the... uh, I went to the uh, University of Redlands uh, in uh, Southern California. Head, headquarters of uh, Esri. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so they have a program there. I was uh, I uh, earned my MBA in uh, 2016 from the University of Redlands, and they have a program where you can give your MBA an emphasis on uh, GIS. And so, you know, they're partnered up with Esri and, you know, they provide all the software for you and you take uh, four or five classes in addition to your MBA core classes 
to get that emphasis. So that exposed me to it. And uh, I used it for a while in the construction industry when I uh, ran a construction company before starting my drone company. And now I see it as just a phenomenal tool and I'm always looking for ways to integrate into anything I'm doing. Folks, I want to assure you, I didn't know any of this until, until you did. Uh, you know, when you interview someone, it's like peeling open an onion and you find out more and more the more you talk. So, I mean, the, the, I could be here for another hour and keep peeling back the layers. And you're just amazing. I mean, what you've accomplished and what, you're 40 years old? Folks, I hope you're getting it. We're going to make sure you have your, the contact information for David when this is over. <laughs> I appreciate um, it. No, you know, I got to tell you, that's just astounding to me. Uh, David, what, uh, where do you see yourself going? I mean, what, okay, I know you've got vigilante drones and you've got vigilante cares. Uh, which one? I mean, can you do both? Uh, you know, what is your future thrust? The emphasis kind of cares is really my emphasis. That's where your heart is, right? I, you know, because uh, you make a difference in people's lives, right? Right. I, I think <clears throat> you know, there's uh, there's a lot of healing that you get while you heal other people, and I think that uh, you know, I'm I'm very proud of my service, and and uh, as are we, as are we, I and I'm sure that. all of our thank listeners you. are just thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm very proud of, of my service and particularly the, the tours of war I had, but I feel that um, there's been a lot of uh, destructive uh, efforts in my past, you know, because that's the nature of war. And so uh, while I don't regret anything that I did, I feel like the rest of my life should be about uh, creating and healing. And I know that uh, things got very dark for myself uh, with my PTSD and, you know, thank goodness there were so many great people out there and organizations like Wounded Warrior Project to help uh, and I want to be a part of that you know I want to have it that uh, somebody you know might uh, get saved by you know being able to fly drones and uh, I think that that's you know really where I want to focus my efforts is you know providing as many veterans uh, and eventually even you know more than military veterans anybody who suffers from trauma you know, the ability to uh, see if drones are going to provide the same relief that it gave me, because I honestly think I wouldn't be here today uh, if it wasn't for the relief that I got from drones. Wow. Um, unfortunately, we're a little limited by time, David. I could go on and on as well, as you, as you well know. Um, folks, I, I normally don't give out. Can I put your phone number on here as well? Please. Okay, the web address is vigilantedrones.com, V-I-G-I-L-A-N-T-E, drones.com. And Dave, your phone number is 406-530-7077. Um, normally don't give out phone numbers. That's your cell phone. Appreciate that. Um, but you know, hey, guys, if you have a heart and you've, if you have a project or if you have a need for a really qualified uh, drone pilot, fledgling drone pilot that you can bring into your heart and into your companies, uh, maybe give Dave a call, shoot him a note and uh, say we'd like to work with you. We'd like to work with you and your cadre of veterans who, are, who have done great service to our country. Yes, and we highly encourage uh, you know, donations. Uh, if you go to that address, there will be a tab for Vigilante Cares, uh, and uh, we will definitely use those funds and put them to good use uh, for providing other veterans their drones to hopefully get the same relief. David, thank you. I'm honored to be interviewing you. I've, you. Got, I've got chills down my spine talking with you. Folks, thank you very much. This has been uh, the latest podcast of Measure This, brought to you by XYHT Magazine and our sponsors at Tremble. Once again, David, thank you for, for the honor of speaking thank with you. Thank you very you. much. Thank you.